Listeners, God morning. Stop comparing yourself to others. When we are comparing ourselves, it is never going to work out because no one else is on the same page and the same journey as us. And our brain is always going to put them higher or lower than ourselves. When we let go of comparing, we realize that we are all on a level at different stages of our journey and it will allow us to get on with our own journey and stop seeking validation. When we're asking others, are we doing this right? It is undermining our own confidence and our own opinion about what we're doing. So trust in God only, please. God morning, this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. You know, I'm always going to set you straight. Dedicating today's podcast to my brother Rod Boy. He's working hard. He's doing good. He's moving up the ranks. That's all he can ask, right? That's all we can ask. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please, please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about recognizing God's handiwork. The work God does is creative. He made heaven, earth, and all living creatures. He knitted us in our mother's womb. His work is also powerful. Through his son, Jesus, he accomplished a great salvation for all who trust in the Savior. Our heavenly father worked mightily to open a way for us to be reconciled to him and adopted into his family. So not only that, but God's work is ongoing and Jesus is the one who holds all things together. In order to recognize God's handiwork, we need to pray in an active, persistent manner. Christ-centered prayers narrow our our focus to the Lord. Then we can more readily identify his actions and see how to join him. Self-centered petitions serve to distract us from him. The Father who wants our heart and mind yielded to his. 
pursuing our own agenda shifts the focus to ourselves and it makes us lose sight of the Lord. But a submissive attitude prepares us to listen and obey. Regularly concentrating on God's word will clear our minds and help us understand what the Lord is doing. When we combine these disciplines with discernment and patience, we will have positioned ourselves to discover how God is working in our lives and how God is working in our world. Our Lord is at work today calling non-believers to saving faith and the redeemed to a closer walk with him. His plan includes individuals, families, and nations. So please don't be too busy or distracted to notice what he's doing. Confess your inattention and then refocus your heart and mind on him. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back with more knowledge, more prayers. Let's talk about discernment. Discernment is nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. Discernment is the process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about truth. In other words, the ability to think with discernment is synonymous with an ability to think biblically. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 21 teaches that it is the responsibility of every Christian to be discerning. It says, examine everything carefully, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from every form of evil. The Apostle John issues a similar warning when he says, do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are indeed from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And according to the New Testament, discernment is not optional for the believer. It is required, listeners. It's my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may prove what is excellent and be so pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Amen. So the key to living an uncompromising life lies in one's ability to exercise discernment in every area of his or her life. For example, failure to distinguish between truth and error, it leaves the Christian subject to all manner of false teaching. False teaching then leads to an unbiblical mindset, which results in unfruitful and disobedient living. It's a certain recipe for compromise. Unfortunately, discernment is an area where most Christians stumble because we exhibit little ability to measure the things 
that were taught against the infallible standard of God's word, and we unwittingly engage in all kinds of unbiblical decision-making and behavior. So in short, we are not armed to take a decidedly biblical stand against the onslaught of unbiblical thinking and the attitudes that face us throughout the day. Discernment intersects the Christian life at every point. And God's word provides us with the needed discernment about every issue in life. According to Peter, God has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Amen. Pray with me. Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. You are full of forgiveness. You are full of love. You are full of goodness. You are full of the best of everything. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into the heart of every person who hears it and that we will respond in wisdom. We understand the obedience that is required and we want to walk in that obedience. I pray we find the awesome, thrilling joy of knowing our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back with more. It's going good. It's going good. Knowledge is king. Here's a prayer for surrendering your life. How grateful we are, Father, that we don't have to beg. We don't have to plead. We don't have to wonder. We don't have to doubt. We just know that everything that you have said is absolutely true. And that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and to surrender their life to your Lordship, surrender their life to your way and to your will, that they will see that everything will change for all eternity. We are grateful beyond all ability, Lord, and we express our full thanksgiving. 
In Jesus' name, amen. And now let's hear your promises for today. Acts chapter 5, verse 29. We ought to obey God rather than men. If you're getting ready to go off to school or getting ready to launch a new phase of your career, don't do it without first establishing a regular time to meet alone with the Lord. Your spiritual future depends on it. Without that commitment to saturate your life with God's word, you step into the unknown future at your own risk. Amen. God's way day by day. We got to move on with life. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 says, Forgetting those things which are behind, we will press toward the goal. <laughs> Listeners, there's a lot of people who live in a state of, If I'd if I had only done this, if I had only done that, if I had only made that decision, well, people who live in a state of regret tend to be stuck in the past. Living in the past keeps a person from fulfilling what God wants him or her to do in the present. If that's the way you're living right now, I heartily recommend that you ask God to forgive you for anything you did that was sinful or displeasing to him in the past. After that, forgive yourself forgive yourself for what you did and then move on in your life choose not to dwell in the past choose instead to focus on the present and to set godly goals and make godly plans for your future amen and God's purpose for your life Gotta know that. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 7 says, Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. When the priests would enter the tabernacle, the first thing that they would see is an altar of sacrifice. And we would be correct in saying that sin had to be atoned for, that the priests had to be made clean internally before they could serve God. They surrendered sacrifices to destruction in order for that to be possible. But those offerings actually carried an even deeper meaning. In the book of Leviticus, they use the word for sacrifice or offering that comes from the root word to approach or go near as becoming personally involved in a relationship with someone. In other words, the priest would make the offering first in order to say, I would give anything to draw near to you, Lord. 
And this is why Jesus became the sacrifice for us. Wow, wrap your head around this. So when we say, I would give anything to draw near to you, Lord, Jesus can then tell us, I gave everything so that you could. He wants us to be in relationship with him even more profoundly and passionately than we do. So don't deny him. Appreciate his sacrifice. Draw close and love your Savior. Pray with me. Jesus, thank you for giving everything so that I can draw close. Amen. Amen. Love it. Let's finish with our prayer from the wilderness. Where are you? Where are you? (laughs) Here it is. Pray with me. Father, confusion and doubt are invading my mind. Some days I can see the future that you have for me and my hope is strengthened. And yet there are times when I experience disappointments and despair. So Lord, I am seeking you today for encouragement. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain a spiritual focus when there are no visible signs of progress in my life. I feel like I'm striving to live in your will and walk in the path you designate for me but I don't see the victory. And in my state of confusion, it seems like the adversary is winning. I know he's not. Lord, I know you see me and hear me. Your silence is not a departure from me, but a way to compel me to move closer to you. When I read your word, I'm reminded of how encouragement is a necessity to continue on this faith walk. And I am also cognizant of how you encourage and bless steadfast faith. So Father, help me to remember who I am in you and the personal words of encouragement that you speak to me daily. Most of all, Lord, remind me that you are always with me regardless of how I'm feeling. Father, today I am feeling a little defeated. My accomplishments are few and the obstacles seem insurmountable. I know that you are an encourager, so please, Lord, help me to overcome this sense of failure and replace it with an attitude of hope. Help me, Lord, to remember other times when I experienced spiritual lows, but you prevented me from falling. I do recognize you as my provider. I recognize you as my hope. And I know you are my joy. As I pray, penetrate any feelings of despair and remove any discouragement. Eliminate doubt. 
Remind me to rely less on my feelings of loss and more on your promise to always be with me as my father. I realize your word is true, Lord. Help me to be encouraged in your word and to expect my prayers to be answered and my hope to be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Bye for now. Please be sure to visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Thank you guys so much. So many of you are supporting and that is beautiful. Your contributions, your donations are well received, so appreciated, and I love you. Thank you.